The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. New cars are growing wider by one centimetre every two years. That's according to a new report, sparking concerns in the UK that drivers are struggling to fit into parking spaces and the vehicles could be too big for their roads. Have we the same issues here? Well, I'm joined on the line now by Shane O'Donoghue, editor of CompleteCar.ie. Shane, good morning. Good morning, Pat. So, um, I think it's fairly obvious uh, that cars are getting bigger, uh, more metal, I suppose more air within the metal. Uh, Cars are not necessarily that much heavier. But is it a problem? Um, I, I think it's certainly something we need to be looking at. And though the data that has been shown by the Transfer Environment Organization shows that it, the data in the UK, um, the cars are increasing size, I think it's undoubtedly happening here as well. Our average car, our average new car um, is basically a crossover SUV, and that's changed in the last 10 years, 15 years. Um, so our cars are definitely increasing in size. Now, the, there's two things there. One, there's demand. People are obviously want more, want more crossover SUVs than ever before. But the other thing, of course, is like you alluded to all cars are increasing in size by, because they have more equipment and more safety equipment on board than ever before. Mm. Um, sometimes you, you get into a small car when you're abroad and you're used to a bigger car and you hire a small car and you say, my goodness, this is nippy. This is great. I love this. Uh, I, you, you know, I had a, a, the original Austin Mini. And I just, out of curiosity, compared the size of that original Austin Mini mm. to the current size of the BMW. Okay, the, the, the Mini that's made now. And mm. the length of the original Mini was 305 centimetres. The current one is 403 centimetres. It's a third longer. Um, the original width of it was uh, 141 centimetres. The width now is 191, again, uh, a third bigger. The height is not too much bigger. It was 134. It's now 146. And the Mini is one of the smaller cars on the road. It used to be much smaller. (laughs) No, that's right. I mean, that's a really good example. And the existing, the current Mini, is probably not massively more spacious inside. It is a little bit than the original, but... all that extra space actually has gone into safety or more. most of it has where you now have things called crumple zones in cars where you basically have dead space that need to or are designed to actually crumple in a crash. Um, the idea being that it absorbs the energy of a crash and it protects the occupants. So that is one reason that cars have increased in size. But I don't think we can ignore the fact that there is a demand for bigger cars than ever before. Mm. And it's nice to have elbow room in a car that passengers don't feel that they're cramped on top of each other, particularly the passenger car of today is expected uh, at a minimum to have five seats. In other words, three in the second row and a passenger and driver in the first. At time was, there was a bench seat in the front and you could have three people across uh, the the front as well. But the practical problems, um, one of my colleagues here said, uh, parked in a car park in a supermarket and surrounded by uh, cars, not initially maybe when she went into the supermarket, when she came out, an SUV on either side, couldn't get into her car. Yeah, this happens to me and I'm sure a lot of your listeners all the time. Um, certainly like multi-story car parks, supermarket car parks. It, it's it's a combination of the cars increasing size and I guess, you know, the, the, the developers trying to cram as many spaces as they can into a given space. But absolutely, you get back and it's fine for those who are really mobile and can squeeze themselves into a gap. But 
you know, somebody who is perhaps less mobile, has a, an issue with their back or maybe a bit older or somebody, who, a woman who's pregnant, hasn't a hope of squeezing into a car that mm. is up against another one like that. Trying to get your child out of a, a child seat in the back because you need to open the door fully. Um, you might have to, if you're trying to get your child in, for example, you've just come out of the supermarket, you might have to somehow get a stranger to mind your child while you reverse out of the space so that you now can open the door and put your child into the seat. Imagine if you have two kids. I mean, it's just crazy. (laughs) Well, that's very, absolutely. Although you you would argue most kids probably squirm in through any gap. But actually, that's a good point there, though, that, you know, some people do need bigger cars. So what do we do? Um, You can't just penalise everybody that has a big car. Because there are bigger families out there that do need big cars as well. There are also bigger people. Um, If the cars have expanded, it's because the designers have made them bigger. Uh, But um, it's not just DNA, it's nutrition uh, and all of that that's making us bigger too. I mean, look at any class of fifth and sixth years now and you'll find that the average height is probably heading for six feet or beyond. No, that's a very good point. I mean, the human race, uh, certainly in this part of the world, um, is increasing in size. And, you know, obviously we need bigger cars for that. We, we've had loads of readers get in touch and asking us specifically about the amount of legroom they have in front of a car. And this is just the driver, never mind passengers in the back. So people do want and a lot of people do also need more space in their cars. So it's not just always a case of people choosing what they think looks good. Now, um, what's happening, of course, is that the road space, uh, because we're an old city and even in areas that were relatively new suburbs, I'm thinking of Klonski, for example, where there are new cycle lanes put in. The remaining road space looks barely wide enough for a bus and cars are a bit cramped in that and you know, cyclists are taking up more of the, the road space and uh, pa- footpaths for pedestrians, all to the good, of course, for their safety. But it does make everything just that little bit cramped, a little bit tight and maybe a little bit dangerous. Yeah, I have to agree with that. That's that's one of the, the things we should be focusing on, that the, for a given number of vehicles uh, given on the road, if, if the cars are larger, then there's less space for everybody else. And that, that seems unfair and I guess less safe, especially for cyclists and pedestrians. As you say, um, on, a, on a given road where there's only so much width for passing, for um, giving everybody space, I mean, you, you're supposed to be a certain distance away from cyclists going past. If the cars are larger, that makes all of that much harder for everybody. Yeah, but sometimes and, uh, those rules are, are a nonsense that there simply is not room uh, to give a metre or a metre and a half to a cyclist. So therefore, they put plastic bollards up to protect the cyclist. Yeah, I mean, the, the stats show the plastic ballers don't actually increase the safety of cyclists. Um, that, that's probably a story for another day. But all of this, of course, you know, is made worse by the vehicles being larger. Um, and I think it, it's something that perhaps needs to be looked at. Mm. Um, is any country taking this on board? Because the manufacturers, they did respond, for example, when we had the CO2 uh, restrictions and all of that. Uh, suddenly the car manufacturer said, we will make cars with lower CO2 emissions. And, uh, you know, diesel became big for a short while. But they do tend to respond to restrictions. Is any country restricting? Um Not just yet. I mean, there are, there is talk of, uh, in Paris, uh, with, sorry, um, a weight um, limitation where people who are driving cars, heavier cars, 
will potentially have to pay more for parking for coming into the city. That's actually going to a referendum of vote early next month in Paris. Mm. Um, I don't think that that addresses width or size of a vehicle at this stage. Um, okay, but I, you could honestly, have a very obese person driving a car that puts them, you know, when you have a family, five obese adults in a car will put them over the weight limit maybe. Are they going to weigh people now? No, no, it'll, it'll be the official weight of the vehicles, I believe. So in the same way um, a car has an official CO2 rating, it also has an official weight. And I, I believe that's what it would be based on. It wouldn't, it wouldn't actually weigh the car coming into the city. Um, that's not really practical. Um, in London, there are some neighbourhoods that have physical width restrictors to get into them. Um, but then again, you're, you're penalising you know, the people that need a bigger car and you're stopping vans from getting in. So it's quite a tricky uh, thing mm-hmm. to legislate for. Yeah, uh, cars are probably not going to get much smaller. They may be kind of frozen at this uh, current uh, fatter, wider, taller uh, situation. But uh, when people are laying out car parks, perhaps there should be rules and regulations about the amount of space that should be afforded to every vehicle. Now, some of the existing multi-stories, it might be too late for them because some of those are very, very difficult. I can think of one, the Christchurch car park, very difficult to manoeuvre no matter what size uh, your car is. Um but perhaps there are already rules and are they adhered to? Don't know. Yes, there are already um, guidelines for sure. Um, but I agree with you and certainly new developments it needs to be looked at a bit better. I mean, the uh, Liffey Valley in Dublin, for instance, they completely redeveloped all their car parks recently and they they made them worse <laughs> for everybody. Um, and I suspect it's all, you know, on the basis of, for commercial reasons, go, they can cram more cars in. And that that's not a safe, that's against safety as well, of course, because you have young kids, families walking fr- from the car park to the shops. Um, it's going to be harder to see them if cars are all cramped. Mm-hmm. It's going to be harder for people, disabled people, for instance, to uh, get their cars in and out. You know, I think we need to tighten up on those regulations and be realistic that cars are bigger. So therefore, we need to allow for that rather than mm-hmm. just keep building as we were. Shane, thank you very much for joining us. Shane O'Donoghue, editor of completecar.ie. Some of the text coming in on this. Families are getting smaller. Cars are getting bigger. The age of excess continues. An additional observation on rural roads. The councils do not maintain the edges, and so this might seem laughable. The edges annually creep in more and more. So add in pretty reckless young men and huge tractors with very little road manners, bullying car users, and usually also on their phones in the cab. This, to my mind, is a highly dangerous situation, not usually discussed. People are getting bigger and heavier. Another reason why bigger cars were made. Also in car parks, there are spaces if you've got infants that have more space, but if you're a dad with his children rather than a mom with his uh, with her children, you'll get hounded out of these spaces, uh, says the listeners. Uh, car park spaces are not growing with the car sizes. We have a Suzuki Swift now. We're both pensioners. It's great to drive and park, but so many other vehicles are huge. I'm not anti-big vehicles at all. We had 4 by 4s in the past, but car parking spaces need to get bigger, says Kate in Roscommon. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.